mouse and wings and a 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 mouse and wings Start! <laughs> mouse and Weens, hello! Hey. How's it going? Um, how are you? I'm good. Okay, first of all, how is everybody? We'll start with that, because I don't Every... want to be self-indulgent. Do you? Right, never. Nope, not why we're doing a podcast, just talking to each other <laughs> about our own stories. Nope, all about everyone else. How's everyone out there? How's, How's everyone, everyone out there? Okay, great. <laughs> now, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I survived another birthday weekend with one of the kiddos. So um, on the other side of that, which is good, we had a few 13-year-olds um, come over for a sleepover, and uh, we stuck them out in a tent in the backyard so they could... That's a lot of weird smells happening yeah, all at once. I decided to get the full effect, and so I'm actually recording out in the tent right now. I'm in the backyard, and there's a bee stuck in here with me. I just noticed climbing uh -oh. around on the ceiling. So if I scream and you hear a lot of rustling, that's why. Um, <laughs> get rid of it. Yeah, but it was super cute. The boys were all excited to have their own little space, and they were up Aww. forever and talking about who knows what. But one Did of the listen? boys... No, I know. I was tempted. I almost uh, snuck down here, but they could always hear me coming and they would get real <laughs> quiet. But they're super innocent. They're like, they're buddies from band and they're, you know, uh, nobody's anywhere serious yet. Yeah. I keep so worrying. Nice. I keep going to like worst case scenario, but everyone's really sweet and innocent and cute and very polite and nice. And, uh, but one of the boys has hit puberty before everybody else and he has the world's deepest voice and <sighs> he just talks and he sounds like I don't know give me any deep voiced male. Barry White? Yeah he's uh, Barry White he's I'm a 13 year old. San Diego. <laughs> he's Barry White and seriously I think he's just talking his normal volume and it's like reverberating through the whole valley of all the neighbors and I had to keep yelling down like be quiet boys. So, uh, yeah, it was cute. Anyway, so that was our weekend, and everyone's tired That's now. That's really cute. So what do these boys talk about at that age? Come on, you know you tried to sneak down there and listen. Did you? I didn't know. It was a lot of oh. Fortnite. It was a lot of Fortnite, and I gave him a bunch of balloons, these glow-in-the-dark balloons with these, like, whistle things on them. And they just, like, hit each other with balloons and then tried to pop the balloons. And Oh, that's so sweet. They're just goofy. <laughs> it's I like, love that. They're still, yeah, little boys. So, And, you know, the whole thing that's funny is this is 13, right? And my husband was raised half Jewish, I guess, because his dad was Jewish. And, um, you know, they did a whole bar mitzvah thing. And here my son is. We... We uh, had the bris for him and everything, but we never did anything Jewish. So I'm thinking these parents out can there I just, in the world. Can I tell you, though, real quick? Mm. Am I allowed to cut you off? Is that a thing that people do? Great. Because anyway, <laughs> remember the bris? Because <laughs> yes. all I remember is that I there was the wiener cutting, right? So this yeah. thing comes out like the eyelash curler. And all of a sudden, and then this little tiny baby is sitting there, and there's a rabbi, and there's yeah. like me and mom just totally 
the least were just like the gentilest <laughs> white the gentis of the gentiles doesn't make any sense but yes. um everybody else was had the you know they knew what they were doing and then no you, everyone's and faking it though everyone's fake okay well it was gnarly and they do the little snip and first of all they did the you put some of the it's not matzah i'm sorry to sound but what is the manischewitz yeah the no booze. oh just it was grape grape wine or grape juice or yeah so they stick wine. it like a cotton ball and they put this and now we just sounded like they put a cotton ball <laughs> but they put it if they dip it in the thing and they put it in his mouth and i just remember the sound of like a gurgling death it was like the poor it littlest was, was going and then they snipped and he was crying yeah. and gurgling and mom and i went like you better take that out of his mouth right now yeah that we like yelled at the rabbi it was really awkward yeah. like, take was. that out he's choking yeah it's so strange I did it in um, because I love genealogy and family history and the fact that there's like a direct line to this Jewish past. I thought, well, that's kind of cool. We have one thing that we can really hang on to and do for for well, his side of the foreskin. family. <laughs> hey. But yeah, the whole process was really upsetting. So with my first son, the one who just turned 13, they had already circumcised him in the hospital much to my in-laws chagrin so we did it like a fake bris so we hired this rabbi who came and just poked him with a needle like secretly hunched over him poked him got some blood on a cotton ball and then turned around and went hooray and showed everybody the blood so i was like so there was still some tears which is important yeah right just like a weird and then the kids kind of have these weird scary nightmares about some like hunched over rabbi with a needle in the corner dink yeah i know when you really break it down i mean i guess it's being like indoctrinated into into the tribe right everybody has this thing but yeah, so that one was weird. And I was a new mom, and my baby hadn't been immunized yet, and he was being passed around to the family and friends and all these extended family members, and I was just following him around like a little puppy dog and, give me yeah. back my baby. And it sent me into a mini panic attack. I had to go and, like, cry in the bathroom and yeah. tell my husband, we're not doing this with the next kid. We're not doing this. And then yeah. the next kid comes along, and I was like, well, we need to, you know do what we did with the first one so we did it and that was the one you were remembering where he that was the official one so we didn't have him circumcised in the in the hospital we decided to hire this he's well known in san diego dr rubenstein and he is a pediatrician and a a mole 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 how do you say it mench mole mole I am so like this is the only Jewish oh, thing I've God, done. If anyone's then. out there who's Jewish, they're just gonna be like, oh, oh, oh no, boy. I'm so sorry. These oh, ladies, Moyle, Moyle, thank oh, you. Oh, Moyle, yeah. Oh. So he came and did the whole thing, and you know he was official. He gave us like the anesthetic before that you rub the cream on there, so it's supposed to kill the pain. But then, right, the gurgling wine cotton ball. That just all I remember of, is like, oh, 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 oh. yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, isn't anybody going to do anything? Right. And we like jumped in and pulled it out of his mouth. Yeah. Was that embarrassing to you? Do no, you I don't that? care. I don't oh, care. No, God. I'm all like 
it, you're killing the baby. I know. What are you awful. doing? Yeah, it's I hate so tradition and weird. religion. I know. No, I'm I guess fine. I kind of do too, in a way. Like it was, it was strange looking back on it. I didn't know it would go that way. I really thought it would just be a nice pediatrician doing the same thing that would be done in the yeah. hospital. No, it but was little did I know. It was and then more... I was like, and then I'm sorry to cut you off again, no, but no. I'm going to. And then um, <laughs> I was like, what are you gonna do with the? It was like ah, the piece of skin, and it was like everyone had to look at it. And I was like. Okay, this is freaking nasty. And then I was like, <laughs> can someone throw it away? Well, you can't. We have to bury it under yeah. a tree so it grows fruit. And then I just kept thinking of like foreskin fruit. Like, what would, <laughs> like, you'd have to eat the fruit that came out of, I don't know. It all just got creepy. It is strange, creepy. I know. I know. And the whole thing but, is, like, the joke is the Jewish people, like, suffer. Everything is about suffering and, and, sh- and you know, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? My, my brain. What is happening? Oh, I think I have early dementia. No, no, no. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is, I think. Okay. I hate to cut you off, but... <laughs> you love cutting me off. What are you talking about? <laughs> I do. Let me just finish my thought, it. though. I love it. No, I think that it, you are very it's busy. Suffering. And it's suffering. So, martyr, martyr. Suffering starts from the first day. What? Martyr? Martyrs? Is that what the word you're looking for? Oh. Yeah. No, that wasn't, but... It's okay. shame and guilt. The whole, like, Jewish mother thing. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. all. Okay. Anyway, anyway, this all came from you trying to tell the story about your son and the camping. So, right. where was it? So, we got away with not having to have a big, huge bar mitzvah by just inviting two really close buddies over to have a camp out in the backyard. And it was great. We bought, like, a $15 cake and got some pizza and it was super low-key. They all played Fortnite, and they had the best time in the world. I just bought Aww. a shitload of snacks, candy, soda, and they ate and drank all their soda as much as they could, almost threw up, and they were all happy. It was great. So I love that. This is I such highly, a great, innocent time. I recommend it. Well, and it was strange, too, to think that, you know, in the olden days, people were celebrating their 13-year-olds as becoming men, and I'm thinking... They're nowhere near men. This 13-year-old considered a man now? This is adulthood? Uh, yeah, so... I'm no, like, well, even 18 is like... Right? They're still such little pubies. Yeah. yeah just nowhere near being ready for the world. And Although getting... I would say that maybe in our grandpa's era, like, what would that be? 40s, 50s? They seem to grow up a lot faster. Right. They just seem to be more... I don't know, overall yeah. more eloquent and have kids earlier and have careers earlier. Everything right. was just kind of more adult, more early. And I sure. think we're just now a bunch of adult babies. We're now moving out of the house at 27 right. or 30, and that's acceptable. And Yeah. Right? I mean, all yeah. these kids are, and I get it, they're coming back from college, and they're in debt. $100,000 in debt or whatever. Right. But... It's just real common. I keep hearing about... These are my friends that their 20-year-olds are back home. And really? Yeah. yeah. Have you heard I, that or no? No. Well, not really. I mean, mine are all fairly settled and stuff. But just cost of living is huge and right debt coming out of college. And I think all the past generations were just one generation removed from everybody stays home and works on the farm and gets married real young. You know, so... As we have more technology, there's no, like, the jobs aren't like that anymore. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And just the coddling and the helicoptering and the fear. And so, yeah, everybody 
keeps so close to their kids and does everything for their kids and I do it too I mean I talk a big game like oh I'm so independent and free-range parenting this is like a new term where people are fighting back now like it's not fair that the nosy neighbor gets mad when I let my kid walk to school by themselves you know we had mm -hmm. a couple stories around here where people were calling the cops on other folks letting their kids walk to school because they thought they were going to get nabbed and bad things were going to happen really but, that happened in your community yeah yeah down here in southern california i read a couple stories and wow it's nuts that right we're all so fearful that the van's going to drive by and grab somebody but right here in our community our sweet little suburban area we had two different uh big time murders happen with weirdos in the bushes and and then a van that supposedly grabbed a couple kids walking back home from the elementary school across the street like we're kind of catty corner seriously from. yeah yeah we're in one little area neighborhood and the elementary and it's a school. fancy area i just have to say yeah. it's like this beautiful fancy ranch house area and you would right. you know it's like quiet see. and then <laughs> i mean sorry not to laugh but you have had more break-ins and more gnarly stories didn't you have a guy that got tied up yeah his, oh yeah like where was that across the street no no this was this house so remember how in the last episode i talked about this house had been burned down well before it was burned down there were two families that lived here i believe and the original owner the first guy that built the house in the 80s um was a bachelor guy just like a single dude kind of eccentric our neighbors across the street who are original owners too tell us the story that he used to stand out on the balcony naked with his robe open and you know drink his coffee and read the paper and just stand there with you know his Free penis and profile for the world to see and uh boy i really hope my pop stopper's working on that one penis and profile uh and so he was eccentric. For but those he, of you who don't know, a pop stopper right. is what we put in front of our microphones to stop your pops. <laughs> it's sibling as it, no, it's more of Those your pop pop. Anyway. Is it a pop? And so, uh, he hired this housekeeper who was um, from Mexico, I believe. And she said that she was in some sort of like either gang family or drug family or arranged marriage something strange where she really wanted to get out didn't want to have to go back to Mexico wanted to stay here and he said well you know what I'll help you I will let you live here you know I'll help you pay your bills just stay here it's all good you can be my live-in housekeeper so she was and word got out back to her family that um she was doing this and not coming back home and maybe she wasn't sending money home I don't know but uh, they came after her and so they found where he lived here at this house this property and um, you know broke into the house in the middle of the night grabbed her took her back tied him up with a telephone cord and beat him up like you know mm. bloody pulpy just beat within inches of his life to where he was passed out they took her back to Mexico presumably and uh, he came to and kind of inchwormed his way across the street because I think his hands and ankles were tied and uh, knocked on the door of my neighbor's house and you know of course you know he's laying there and she you know calls the cops right away and they take care of it but 
Yeah, right here at this school. At this school, this house. Your so, house. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you ever yeah. think about that? Is it like creepy vibes or it's so no. long ago? Yeah, and I think it was so personal. It doesn't have anything to do with the area. I think it was because of the situation. Yeah. But there are break-ins, and you know, there's little gangs that go around and they have systems where there's a getaway driver and we have lots of open space around us so they use the trails to jump over the back fence and find windows and but they always get caught so if anyone has any ideas don't do it right i know it's ridiculous it's like you know one girl this is so sad our neighbor had her um 14 year old home while she went and took the dog for a walk and i guess they'd been casing her house and um, so when she left for her walk, they stormed into the house. Uh, no alarms were set, and they instantly ran upstairs. One of them got a um, pillowcase in one room, and the other ran into the other room, and they were just going to ransack the bedrooms looking for jewelry, stuff like that. And they broke in through, I think it was through a back window. Just They throw shit through windows, and they you know, crash mm-hmm. the windows, I guess, cause doors most likely have alarms on them. Mm-hmm. So if they go through windows, but anyway, they busted into all the bedrooms and they walked into the teenager girl, be- girl's bedroom and she was sitting there. She was like, ah, and you know, they looked at her ah, and she climbed out of her bedroom window and hid on the roof. Meanwhile, the guy turned around and ran out. Like they weren't expecting anyone to be there and they just bailed on everything, dropped the pillowcase and just ran back yeah. out and got away in the getaway car but <gasps> burglaries just like this are happening all over the place and they have a lead we talk to the cops and they know who it is but they haven't caught them in action it's so crazy they have to like actually catch them you know with the stuff or doing it so well, you guys anyway. all have cameras like everybody has cameras now yeah so if anyone tries any of this just get those for $120, you can get right. a whole camera system, $20 a month. We have one that's called the Arlo, uh-huh. and uh, and it's great, and it's cheap, and I think everyone should have them, and yep. I'm going to take my own advice because I just got rid of my old one. But um, Yeah, has anything shady happened there? You're in a kind of sketchy spot. I think it just happens all the time that maybe it doesn't even... I don't know. My bike got stolen out of my garage yeah they cut the lock and they took a bike but you know what i had just said the day before Hmm. i was so tired of this bike i just bought this 650 bianca bike someone had said hey you have to have you know someone told me be fancy (laughs) get this bike and I said, fancy. I don't know what they said. I, I was building it up like there was a great story behind it, but there really wasn't. <laughs> so I think somehow I got it in my mind that I have to up level in life and get one of these fucking, excuse my French, hybrids. <laughs> and, you know, so I'm not just riding around my beach cruisers, which I actually like. So right. I was like, oh, I'm going to really be this new bicyclist type with yeah. this new LA river. And anyway, got the bike, a lot of money, wasn't comfortable with that. Then every time I rode it, which was like three times, you know, you get excited for your dumb uh, small weekend with uh, <laughs> a society that makes you work five days a week. You don't really have to. I'm just complaining. But, I don't um, know. But then, like, every time I go out, the tires would pop, which is the very reason I never wanted one of these bikes in the first place. What? But I left. I was dating a Hungarian tourist who was also a bicycle fixer. Oh, and I think I, I got talked into it. 
he wasn't Hungarian. I, I, he was like an Austrian. I called him the Austrian nihilist because oh. everything was so <laughs> stupid. Everything's stupid. I don't know why you American always are all consumers. I was like, oh god, he was the worst. Anyway, and he that, worked um, at the bike shop. The bike shop around the. This was back in the days when I did not want to. <laughs> I only wanted to date people within five minutes of my house. I was very lazy back then. Lazy so dater. Cute guy at the bicycle shop. I'm like, oh, he'll do. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not this shallow, you guys. It's a defense mechanism. Anyway, um, so I got the hybrid thing, and then every time I went out, the tires popped. So I... <laughs> I came back and I had just done it again. And I was all like, you know how you put on your nice, tight little trunks? Like I had my nice day glow tight uh, Speedo shorts. And then I fashioned my like nice sport bra so you really tuck in the girls. Like you get them real taut to the chest. Like that hit film, Just One of the Guys, where she has to tape her boobs down in the football outfit. So I do that. And then I put on, I fashioned my little day glow helmet and i put it nice and tight under wow. the chin a lot of fashioning and, then... and a lot of day glow i'm impressed <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i have heard day glow since, uh, wham but anyway um the point is the tire was popped yet again no. i've driven this thing three times third time the tire gets popped come, come back in and i was opening my garage and i yelled loudly to the world I hope that someone steals this fucking bike oh. and threw it in the garage. And that was it, you know. And I, you know, you just oh. throw it out in the world. So Three you just days did later. the secret on your bike. You wished I it did. into reality. I did the secret. I could have sat on my couch like the guy in the hit film, The Secret, where he sits on his nice leather couch and dreams of a BMW manifesting in his driveway. Instead, I dreamed of my $650 bike being stolen. <laughs> By the way, nobody touched my day glow helmet. <laughs> with wham spray painted on the side, why not? Wham with a big actually it's got Boy George to stay. <laughs> Someone airbrushed him. Boy George's face. <laughs> Wait, what is his name? George Michael. <laughs> George. Wrong George. Wrong gay George. Boy George Michael. What if there was just a half of Boy George and a half of George Michael's face oh. airbrush? So it was just a half and half. Ooh, I see a helmet. nice art piece here. Mm. So if you turn one way, you're like, uh, what was Boy George's song? Well, it's much too late for goodbyes. What? That's not it. <laughs> Yes, George it is. Michael? Wait, I no, that was George. The George Harrison. You're kidding. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Wait. Oh, my what God. What is Boy George? Wake me. George Michael. Yes. Wait. What is Boy George I say? want your sex, baby. Wait. No. <laughs> Salt and pepper. Wait. See, it's confusing. Happening? It's not just me. Oh, my God. Wait. We're George, having wait. 80s whirlwind of confusion. This is wait. Bad. It was a uh, um, boy George sex. sing. Oh, I got it. Karma, 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 yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> anyway, back to the bris. And then I was going to bring George Michael in from Arrested Development, the character George oh, Michael, yes. right? And then we have and Arrested Development talking about thirteen-year-olds not growing up. It Bada all bing. comes full circle. Bada boom. I, yeah, it really was well done. Thank Thanks. you. Um, I was going to segue into Pop-Pop from George Michael, oh. which was the character that he would have, but then segue into your 
father-in-law, which being... wears his pants really high, and right. his name is Pop-Up. That's right. He is the Pop-Pop. I am the Pop-Pop-Pop. Parents anyway. will know that reference. Yes. Oh, um, goodness. So, so, you had a bike stolen, but do you feel safe where you are? You got, like, a camera and locks on your gate, and you're good? Because you're a solo girl. How is it living in a big city by yourself? Um... I have found my community, so I like my little neighborhood and my people, and I have Good. little neighbor friends I hang out with, so I think you, it just took a long time. Yes. Are you friends with the neighbors yet? The whole <laughs> debacle well, with the band know. and the whole thing? Tell oh, that gosh. story about what, like, yeah, what no, did they I used just, to do? I just have, well, they're right here. I have a band, a house that, excuse me, hold on, did it, did it, did it, um, <laughs> basically there's a... <laughs> There's guys in the front house. I live in this little back cottage, and they are in a band. And they're actually good. You know okay. how I know? Why? Because they played in their backyard, which is five feet from my bedroom window. <laughs> and literally had, you know, it happened a couple times. And I was like, holy shit, that's loud. It was <sighs> a full band like, there's one tiny cyclone fence, which I put bamboo over, that What's divides one yard from fence? another. Uh, like I don't know. Wire kind of fence? <laughs> I just said that. I don't know what it means. <laughs> okay. Cyclone. You know, cyclone fence. super impressed. Okay. No, I think a cyclone fence means something that is more like razor wire. Oh. Just jump over to another part of the brain <laughs> now i'm sorry i'm staring at a really magical uh painting that i have here of uh red chrysanthemum <laughs> it's got a gold frame it looks like it's from mexico via 1950s it's gorgeous nice. wow <laughs> anyway they're very loud and i had to uh eventually say something yeah. i was trying to be nice cool hip like i know i'm a little older but i'm still cool guys hey <laughs> do you mind just like taking it in at midnight because we old people like to sleep and get up <laughs> earlier than freaking noon and hey cool we could still be friends and they're like yeah no problem oh. i was like okay cool and then and then it was always under the guise of like hi just want to let you know that we're going to be having a barbecue with a few people over on Sunday. So you're welcome to come. Oh, You're like, oh, okay, cool. And then five o'clock would start and then it would go into midnight and the band would start like at 8 p.m. and Why? go until three or four in the morning. Ugh. But it was, it was the feeling, I don't know if you've ever experienced having to live next to, or, you know, it was like being right in the room with someone in a yeah. rehearsal studio, a full band playing. That's and that was crazy. my house. And everything shakes. And yeah, this is a compelling story that could have been cut no, down but is one it, minute versus 12. No, no, I'm curious. Is it still going on? Is it like active? No, still because I had to be an asshole. And I finally, I was like, okay, they're not listening and they're not doing anything about it. And I just, I had it one night and I just called the landlord and I'm like, you have to do something about these people. And then Good. The landlord, I'm sorry, he's such he's such a slumlord. He's really like 90, and he's like, his name's Don. And uh, I won't say the last name, but it's <laughs> what we were talking about before. And he doesn't like to fix anything, and he always is like, oh, are you sure you need that? I'm like, the toilet's flooding. Oh, well, can you stick a piece of a stick in there and swirl it around and 
Yeah. There's always something where he just can't seem to. Right now, the bush in the driveway has been overgrown for like yeah. the past six months, and it scratches my car every time I back out. Mm. And it's not something I could just do on my own because it's a giant one of those viney bushes that has now, like, you know, it's Take one of those over. that s- scratches your car because it's strong and heavy, and and oh. then. Uh, but he won't, and it's always some like, oh, can you, next time you see the gardener, just ask him if he could maybe, if you could just pay for it first and then send me the bill and then ask oh. him if he could cut down the price a little because he wants $200. I'm like, oh my God. He just makes it so hard that you just go, fuck, and I'm not home in the middle of the yeah, day. Yeah, you're like, gone ca- all day. Capture the gardener. I don't even know when he comes. That's so, horrible. Anyway. This is, this is when you need your brother-in-law to write a legal notice yeah. to him and scare him a little bit. because. And I'm just going to tell you this really quick. My garage is starting to, the roof is caving in, and I sent him a picture three times. No. And I'm like, this is going to collapse, just letting you know your garage is going to collapse. And I put a tarp up there because it's been leaking for the whole time I've lived here. Yeah. And now that wood is actually looking like, so I don't even go in there anymore because I'm afraid it's going to fall on me. Oh, my God. That's horrible. So anyway. That's yeah. horrible. All right. But guess what? You huh. don't want to move out because this is now... That they could rent this shithole for probably double twenty five hundred or three thousand dollars a month, and I'm paying fifteen hundred. So mm. there's like yeah. this weird thing of they're like, well, you can move out. Yeah, but, but you're like, but I, it's a deal, but I hate it, but it's a deal. Yeah, that just sucks. Well, you can come here. This is a like six person tent in my backyard. And you're welcome to it. Oh, and there's <laughs> a bee in it. Own pad, yep. There's yeah. like little rooms. You can hang the curtain to create little rooms in here. It's really nice. Really? The Taj oh, Mahal so camping. Sweet. Do you yeah. remember doing camping? Like, what was your most wild camping experience when you were a kid? Mm. I or remember going to Yosemite when we were like pre-teens. I remember the big picture. Dad took a whole bunch of like portraits of us with like half dome in the background it was really pretty mm. and we were standing in the lake remember those in the river and i had yeah. boobies so i think i was 15 oh, or something we were in the water yeah yeah so you were probably what 11 12 i'm 15 16 no boobs no boobs <laughs> and uh he and mom i remember um had a tiff because he wanted to like enjoy nature to its fullest and so he took his sleeping bag and went and slept down by the river in his sleeping bag by himself like you know who was the grizzly adams he just Ugh. thought he was solo mountain man and he would just take off so she was in the tent with the two girls with us which was fine sleeping down there by the river but i think a uh, grizzly bear was <laughs> walking past him and i think he came running back to the tent in the middle of the night or something but <laughs> yeah that's what you get for leaving your family right I know. He had these jaunts of, like, he had to be Mr. Solo Man and would go do his thing, which I appreciate. As a parent, I understand the need to, like, go find yourself because you get caught up. But you're on up. a family camping trip. But you're on a family camping trip. Like, come on. You can't But go. wasn't that the story of our life, kind of, is, like, yeah. disappearing dad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's a thing. His brothers do it, too. Our uncles are notorious yeah. for going off on little solo where does that come from i have to stop asking why apparently i ask why too much they're just wired how did that happen they need solitude they are grizzly adams men i guess something yeah but but artsy artsy grizzly adams like grizzly artsy but 
<laughs> but also but what if they weren't like raised in nature or were they i no, i don't think i mean i think they would go to you know the lakes of uh the midwest and the lakes camp. of oakland the, yeah. no they were raised in uh wisconsin area right new york they do a lot of born and racing and then a little yeah. bit of long island like but I think they would do a lot of fishing neck. trips with the grandparents and stuff like that. I think they had a lot of outdoorsy stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think they're just a little anxiety-ridden But, okay, this, can we know. just analyze this for a second? Sure. Because do you think that it might have... I'm always trying to find out why. Okay. And I keep getting the advice to not... I know, but I'm doing this my whole... like. I'm living not even in my own past, but in someone else's past. <laughs> but well, anyway, you're making connections to yours. I get it. Well, what do you think the connection might be to having a family of four, four boys, one girl, and then the parents being okay? This is what I heard. Okay, that our one of our uncles had said. I said, did did our grandpa? His mm-hmm. dad hugged them very much. I said, was he real loving? Was he sweet? I was always trying to like analyze that side of the family because there's a lot of stuff happening. And mm-hmm. he was like, no, I never remember them hugging or saying I love you. And then, So that might be common of that era too. But then some families just had that and it was sweet and everything. But yeah, they right. were never like hugged and touched and said I love you. It was mm-hmm. very like sterile and I think presentational. Like they were... Right, society. They were always being written about in the local papers and stuff like that. Cause Is that true? They had clout. Yeah, being the principal of a high school and a pastor. And then our grandma was like a librarian and, you know, involved in the church. And they were mucky mucks, so they had to keep their yeah, appearances. Yeah, and he, he also was a fundraiser. So he did all the mingling and trying to get money to build more churches. Right, sure. So and that's, you know, one of our uncles or grand uncles. What do you call them when they're yeah. not your uncle, but your? I'm sorry. This is terrible. I'm just, what do you call your? Uh, I think great uncle, right? <laughs> yeah, great uncle. <gasps> I like great. Okay. Anyway. Dad's, um, dad's uncle is our great uncle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, did I miss a memo on that? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, Someone should be yawning in the middle of their podcast. What does that say? Hey, raise the energy level. Someone put a video on of a shrimp on a treadmill. It's a Benny Hill song. No, it's okay. I know. I'm super interested in why we are the way we are too. It's it's fascinating, but I don't know if we'll ever have ever know answers. So why dwell? But I would just say, as a general, I just totally. Did not mean to cut you off again, but you're I'm fine. No. Um, if you have an anxious mother, this seems to, or a very controlling mother. I mm. see the kids usually are the ones that I know of are all on like anti-anxiety meds and all have anxious really? disorders. Yeah, interesting. So the neurotic mother type. But our yeah, mom's pretty real... mellow. I mean, she has high energy and she's a doer, but I wouldn't say yeah. she's like anxious or anything. Do you think? No, I don't think she. And not um, nasty. Like in one of the families I'm mm-hmm. thinking of, it's my friend's wife's family, and she's English. The mom is from England, and everything is very 
proper and suppressed sexuality was not talked about it was suppressed everyone was to kind of look good Mm -hmm. and even though they had fun and she was a loving mom it was you know very judgmental of people who didn't have etiquette and things like that and all the kids are like on anti-anxiety meds and antidepressants and everything's about judgment and how do you i don't know but it's so common why is everyone hooked on why is everyone on antidepressants and anti-anxiety right now? I know. That's what's crazy. There's so much of it right now. And I really think there's a lot in L.A. too. But maybe it's the personality type that goes to L.A. to seek the the fame and the glory. I think and... it's everywhere, though. How many friends? Out of your handful of ten friends, mm, can you... I don't know if I have ten friends. <laughs> you don't? No, yes, I'm kidding. you do. My dog is right groups. in my snoot. Um, okay, out of, let's say, your close group of girls, which I know who they are, how yeah. many are on some kind of anti-anxiety or antidepressant? Um, I would out say of- two out of maybe my six good friends. Okay, so that's yeah. a pretty high... Yeah. No, but it's not... In- well, is it? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So I mean, it's, just so, it's everywhere, and you're in a fancy community in San Diego, so I don't yeah. think it has to do with... And I think that, whatever. Right. Here's what I think. I love you. I love you too. Hot dog. Uh, it's, I know. Who knows? Um, I wanted to remind you, you emailed me something about um, oh, yeah. the fruit, fruit feet. <laughs> oh, no, this is so stupid. I have this no is... idea what you're talking about. Is this something I you emailed you because I didn't want to forget about No. Okay. <laughs> I've been working on this TV show, right? Uh-huh. And sometimes we're out in the world all day long. Like Either we're scouting taking pictures and everything or we're on set but sometimes we're in the office so this was like because you're prepping you're getting things ready and you're doing paperwork and dumb shit but it's kind of nice <laughs> to be in the office too because you get to sit in one place for once right. but um anyway for a couple days the big the boss guy walked in he's like oh what does that smell he's like, it smells like feet he's like who's got and he was like looking he's like Who's got like bad foot smell? He's like, oh, because we're all, because we're not in the office very much at all. So when we are, it's this tiny, they give us like a shit tiny office because they're like, oh, you guys are never going to be here anyway. Because we're usually, so they were, so we're all crammed in this one like cubicle and there's like seven people. We just happen to all be there at once for this one day. And also just to make it more dorky, someone put, one of our guys put a bunch of like, flags that look like the flags you put on the back of a bicycle and everyone has a different flag on their chair so when you're outside walking outside of our cubicle you just see a bunch of like bumper car looking flags just going (laughs) when people move their chairs because we just look like a bunch of uh in there just like that's cute so it's dumb and then and now it's become a place where people are like someone hung a pinata over our little area that someone put like Someone had a really long receipt for something, so there's like a 28 foot receipt that's now strapped all across the. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> so just like the, the ding dongs are wild in that one cubicle. It's all anyway. So we're in this tight space, and everyone's there, and I'm like, it's almost like this foot smells. So there's a whole story of like I think it's accounting next door because they don't 
They probably don't take showers as much because they're like weird accountants. They probably don't have girlfriends. They don't take showers. Like someone's got the accountant smell like feet. And it was this whole like, then the accountants got the blame for like two days. And it was like, oh God. And it turned into all these stories about the accountants next, next door. And like, oh, and then everyone is mad at them. Like, I don't even want to give them my check request because they stink. They're stinking in this whole place. And then, so for like, then it turned into like a week of kind of being like oh those accountants and then, and, then, uh, and then I went to my car I went to the parking lot in my car and I opened a weird side pouch of my laptop bag to, I was looking for my key and there was a peach I had put in there from two and a half weeks ago oh my and it was squished and I opened it and it smelled like just foot rot it was like so you were I was the one the whole time. Of course it was me. I'm always the one when it's like some, conf- <laughs> it's like the confusing weird thing knowing it's always me. And I never know. And I'm like, oh shit, that's the thing I did that I forgot about that. Yeah, it's me the whole time. So I had to go find a computer. Like I couldn't even wash it out. So I had to, oh, cause I had to go back in the office. So I, I was scrubbing out and then someone came, what are you doing? I was like, oh, nothing. I was was scrubbing my bag and like the community sink like secretly and then and then I made one girl I was like smell this does it still smell she was like oh my god after I scrubbed it so then I had to like put my bag way in the side corner because now it was revealed so I had to like hide it in the side of the whole office somewhere and then I had to like get it out quick and it was a whole thing, and now I have a dumb computer bag that was like a set dressing. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but it's like a weird leather, 1990s looking like man's leather purse almost. <laughs> That's my bag. Man, someone left it behind. A... Yeah, oh anyway. my God. That's but it was great. me. I oh. love it. Well, yeah, what is with all the sense and like. So, okay, my whole childhood memory of dad was. He spilled milk in his little Datsun or something and then would try to cover it up with cologne. So it'd get like the cheap ass cologne from, you know, Long's Drugs or CVS equivalent. And uh, he would pour it on his car carpet. So it forever had the sour milk, rotten cologne (laughs) smell. It was awful. Yeah. It wasn't even the good brute stuff. It was like, you know. Just the worst bottom of the barrel awful yeah Yeah, just strange smells and then you love you kind of take after him not with the bad smells with that but just with your car in that you like to keep your window a little bit cracked for fresh air like he was all about fresh air so I think that got into your brain you're the fresh air girl too Uh. but then sometimes it'll rain and so it'll get a little (laughs) mildewy or like you've got the the little I've got like stuff under my seat there was a fart smell forever and then I found like a bean and cheese burrito from <laughs> a month ago you know and then guess what I have now what? I feel like I've matured but I have like I was at the world market and I have linen spray so now I have that mm. because someone came in and I realized I had a bunch of gym shoes in the back <laughs> so now, and I was like ah oh, cuz I don't I Sometimes I'll give rides to people and I'm always like, oh boy. So now I just, I have linen spray. But see that, I'm just hoping that 
to be a better person with that, I guess. But what does that have to do with being a good person? I think it's just a quirky, funny thing where you don't really think about it. Your car is just kind of like, a, eh, throw it in there, I'll deal with it later. And then you just kind of forget. Or But I've been kind, I've been working. Yes, that is true. And right? it just you're is not, a mode of getting from one place to another. Yeah, you're not trying to be, like, gross. And you're not trying to be stinky. And a car, yeah, you're not caught up in the hype of cars. Like, my husband drives his fancy BMW, and he, like, will barely let the... Like, he, he's only let our dog in there once. Our dog is three years old, and he's only been in his car once. He goes everywhere with me in my car. Mm-hmm. And he won't take leftovers in the car. If we all go out to dinner, it has to go into my car. Uh, mm-hmm. it, like, the kids, he's just, like, real tricky about the kids like they can only have water in his car and I get it and his car stays really nice and you sit down in it and it smells like leather and new car smell so yeah but that's important to him and for me I'm just like "Eh, it's the kid mobile and I mean that's how we were raised I think I think mom if anything maybe cares more but she's not crazy about it no we never really I don't think we got that gene because I could give a crap about my car I mean I know I do clean it more. I'm just telling you. I've turned a corner a little bit because people keep getting in my car. So, but now it just goes all in the trunk. But now you're being judged. Yeah. Oh. The, ju- the panic cleans. It's called shame cleaning. It's called what? It's great. Cleaning? Shame cleaning. Shame cleaning. When you do the whole like... Ah, everything goes in the closets and oh tucked under the bed. You don't do that. You're oh, no, that's a huge mom thing. It's a not our mom, but just a mom hack as a mother. You learn that when you have little kids. Like when I first became a stay-at-home mom, I was super type A, everything organized and labeled and super clean. And I had broken down a little bit because Dave and I lived together first and we had a dog. And so that got me kind of used to messes. But before that, I was super duper tidy always. And then the dog broke me in a little bit, but still. And then once the baby came, you just lose all control. And there's laundry everywhere, and you're so tired, and shit's everywhere. And people would come over to to visit and see the baby. And I would be like, I've got to do this perfect thing. I just left the corporate world. I need to prove to everyone I'm a super mom. And so I would quick clean everything and, you know, hide the stuff and... I learned the trick that you can hide all your dirty dishes in your oven if you need to. Oh, yeah, so that's a trick. Or your microwave, you can throw stuff mm. in there. Um, laundry, I was always like hiding laundry places. And because I, I just really wasn't on top of it. And it became this big thing for me. Sorry, there's a plane going over. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, and I uh, finally started telling girlfriends like hey I don't have it all together I'm not super mom I cannot do this and it was so relieving but I still felt like so many moms kept up the the premise that they had it all together so yeah so it was a a whole fake new mom thing that everybody does and it's horrible it's the worst and now I'm like almost purposefully not cleaning my house as much because I want people to come over and go oh okay yeah it's normal you're a normal person uh, but yeah oh and then I heard a great story somebody did the mom hack where they put stuff in their uh, oven and forgot it was there and turned on the oven to heat it up mm. for cookies or something and melted like 
all these pots and pans and Tupperware and all this oh. stuff, just like a big blob of plastic melted oh in there. Oh my God, you can burn down your house. Right. See? You got to remember. Yeah, that's what happened. They left somewhere. They forgot they preheated the oven <gasps> and they came back and it was like the whole house Almost was filled with smoke. Oh. It was like plastic. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Anyway. Look at that. That's so I get you. I understand. It's a thing, but we you're great. Human. I think it's you're what too. it's what makes you unique. I love your smells. Wait a second. <laughs> I don't have that many smells. No, can we just, just tone no, it back? You haven't visited me in uh, how many years I that know. you would not know what my car is like or what my house is like. I you meant... came to my house once. I've been here five years. I've you been came to my other apartment zero times. Do you really want me to come? Because I could come, but I always no. have kids with me. <laughs> That's the problem. I can do day no trips. Privileges. I've done day trips. I just, yeah. I do want to come, though. Now that school's in session and we're all uh, settled in, um, there's some fun stuff going on in L.A. I keep seeing things on the calendar because I'm signed or up. Or there's to a sister to visit that oh, you've never well, yeah. come to visit. I do Jesus want to come Christ. visit. I do want to come visit. Should right. we do some in-person podcast? Maybe we could go to like a coffee shop and do in live and just like see who walks by and stuff like that. Business, that be fun? business. Business, business. No, and and okay. hang out with you. Okay, but thanks. I'm going through, I think mm -hmm. I'm in a, a mini midlife crisis right now, to tell what? you the truth. Well, I was doing the math the other day and dad died when he was 51 and that's five years for me isn't that weird did you ever have you thought about that every day of my life <laughs> <laughs> i welcome it especially on this tv show i'm still begging nathan fielding or whatever his name is to hit me with one of those bullets like just just crow me don't say that that's bad oh. remember the crow they had a fake bullet oh right don't say that oh i know man. that's a terrible thing can that's i horrible. cut myself out Yes. <laughs> Did that sound real? Kinda, yeah. That was pretty good. Okay. You're good at Let's that. try to do it again. Ready? Alright. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, you just got Sorry, uh, interruption. Sidetracked by yeah. the little littlest boy who was asking about a menu. Yeah, he's so cute. So my second kid is a little more uh, organized. Follow and, the rules. Yeah, follows the rules. And he said the lunch lady asks him if he wants an a la carte, but he kept saying a la carte or something. He didn't know how to pronounce it. A la carte? Do, do I want a full menu or a, a la carte? And I don't know what that means. And she said I need to know. And so I have to go print him the menus t for Aww. buying school lunch tomorrow. It's, it's weird. So that is just the proof one kid could care less about that kind of stuff and just came out that way. Yeah. This one has just always been. I remember I was driving into school. He was like, Aunt Nan, go, go faster. I can't be late. He was yes. really nervous about time. and It's a whole thing. Yeah. He wants to be number one, first in line, the best in the class, the fastest. It's his thing. And the rules mean a lot to him. So, yeah. Don't know. Me, not so much. You, yeah. maybe a little more. Maybe. Yeah, I'm somewhere. But I've mellowed out, and yeah, it's, it's, now it's I nice just to have see you fun. mellow out. Yeah. I do. I keep, oh, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm, that's so goofy. I'm trying to win tickets because 
I want to go to Caboo in Del Mar. They have this whole lineup of cool bands and comedians. And um, I asked my husband, like, let's go. Look, look who's playing. And he was like, we're not in our 20s anymore. That sounds dumb. I don't want to go. And I'm like, come on. And so I know he just, like, if I actively buy tickets, he'd be like, mer, mer. So, but if I win tickets, then we could go. So I'm trying to win this contest at my gym. We have to fill out these bingo cards and do all these dumb tasks <laughs> about my gym. So I'm trying to do it. In fact, I brought um, him with me as my guest today. That was one of the bingo squares that I could check off if you bring a friend to work out with you. So I made him work out with me and uh, he was impressed. He was sweating his buns off and... Yeah, it's hard. It's yeah. the orange theory, you guys. If anyone doesn't know about it, but That's right. yeah, it's crazy. Little shout out. Um, anyway. who's the lineup? Who's playing? We gotta go in a second anyway. I know. There's Foo Fighters and Imagine Dragons, and then a uh, ton of comedians: Eliza Schlesinger and um, Tom Papa, and yeah, lots of good people. Um, uh, Judd cool. Apatow and friends. I don't know who the friends are, no. but. Sounds fun. I just, yeah, I want to go see the whole scene. It's a three-day festival in Del Mar, and um, sounds really fun. So I'm going to try. So I'm putting it out there in the universe. You guys help me, too. All right. Win the bingo. Win the bingo. Win it. That's right. Going to win it. But Give yes. the suburban mom some excitement. Get <laughs> <know>. that bingo. <laughs> Get me out of this rat trap. Get me out of this no. rat trap. She wants to rock. That's right. Okay. Get me out of this monkey suit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm about to start the school garden program, so I'm in all the PTA meetings and getting all the stuff cleared out and volunteers signed up and starting the year. I feel like a, a teacher getting their classroom all ready, but it's the garden. Exciting. Kinda. It's That's fine. Cool. I'm I'm scaling back a little bit because it's just all volunteering and like you know, it becomes a full-time job that I'm doing and I need it to run by itself in a few years anyway, because I'm going to graduate with Charlotte when she's done and I won't want to do it anymore. So anyway, wow. this is the whole thing. Shout out to all the teachers out there that, that do this and take care of our kids all day, every day. It's amazing. It takes a very special person. I can handle it for about two hours, two times a week and that's Ugh, it. Done. <laughs> There you go. I love it, but all right. I'm limited oh. anyway. Sorry. That's I all right. Know. It's That's very it. difficult. Yes. Do, yes. do, 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 do. <laughs> trying to end it because we're over time. I'm sorry. Are we? I see 53. Yes. I know. Oh, we're right. We go 45 minutes. Oh, I forgot. Okay, yeah. Good sorry. day. Long one. All right. We will see you guys out there on social media. Please, um... Tell your friends. I think that really is the best way to kind of get it out there. If you want to just ever throw out our link on a Facebook post or something fun like that, we'd appreciate it just to kind of get out to like-minded people because we are kind of niche. I know we, we, you know, the feedback has been very positive and sweet, but then there are some people who expect different things from podcasts. People expect, you know, conformity. Did we get negative stuff? Um, no, I think it's just a general sense of like, what? Who said it? Who? (laughs) No, some people don't care for the banter type podcasts, you know? Well, then fuck them. They don't (laughs) listen. I know. I know. It's just like picking up. Who are they? 
God. <laughs> but no, just in general, there's discussions. I'm in all these discussion groups. And, oh, you know, what are the things that bother you about podcasts? People that ramble, people that cut each other off, people that don't have a point. People Suck it. Talk about themselves too much. Ow. Oh, wow, you know, all of us. But that's exactly what we are because that's kind of what I like. I like to tune out and feel like I'm talking to friends and just go about my day listening to you know a friendly conversation I yeah like that's my favorite thing to listen to so that's what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to do with you and catch up with you and also record our family stories and all that good stuff so yeah anyway if you guys that like us feel the same way please share with like-minded people who um you know so we can create a little community and we've got a small one going but it'd be fun to get more and more voices and it takes a my village. friend listened to us my friend today sorry mm-hmm. we'll stop in a second but he listened to he goes i just want to let you know i listened to a couple of your podcasts and he's super sweet i love him he works at the local record store mm-hmm. and uh it's like what do you think he goes i thought it was really good he goes i just really enjoy he said there's some other podcast called like brothers times three or something where oh yeah my brother my brother and me yeah 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 and he goes yeah it's super cool it reminds me of that and i just love you guys and how you're just kind of chatting with each other and it's really neat to be a part of your lives see that's nice yeah and And i love this person so i would love people that (laughs) probably love us and we would probably love what they're doing too right right i know it's it's hard because i feel like we live in such these you know work environments and fake mom life environments and wherever you are you have to put on a show and so it's nice to just kind of be yourself and and just have a little moment of uh true yourself it doesn't matter but you don't have to justify (laughs) yourself but no i know and that's the bottom line i like have these back and forth things because we're doing it who cares that's the only reason and we're all gonna die and we're gonna have this little blip on earth so If you don't like it, don't listen to it. If you do, then fabulous. We're here and we're doing it anyway. So Right. Voila. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Let's speak it, sister. All right. I love you and love I will talk too. to you soon and spread the word and we love you guys too. Thank you. Yippee. Good night. Bye. And hold mother down. the sound and dance mother whole fill in your soul get down. Thank you.